The year is 2001. I'm Dave. I'm Zach. I'm Charlotte. And this is my marvelous year. Variant cover. Welcome to My Marvelous Year 2001, our first variant cover of 2001. I'm Dave Busing, founder and editor-in-chief of ComicBookHerald.com. Today you are listening to My Marvelous Year. This is the podcast from Reading Club where we go through the history of Marvel Comics from its origins to today. I've got my pour-over coffee dripping, and I've got my two closest homies chilling on the end of the line. Aww. We got Charlotte Fierro and Zach Dean here to join me. I got no special intros. It's a variant. I got I got nothing to comics related to connect just, to. Just, just two friends. homies just hanging pals. on the line. <laughs> Do you make pour over coffee? Is that uh, so I just started in 2023. Uh-huh. My sister-in-law okay. got me this amazing pour over coffee setup. So I've mm-hmm. got a I've got an electric kettle or a digital kettle now. I've got my own like pour over grinder thing going on and I've been listen, oh, I've been pumping yeah. The pour over and it is hitting the spot. I'm loving it. How, I how I was a French press guy. <laughs> I, Charlotte, close your ears because I don't want to offend you. I was a French press guy, and I have switched switched to pour over lately, and uh, it's really working for me. It's really. I would be so shocked if I knew anything about coffee. <laughs> I've been a, a freedom press guy my whole life. Ever, ever since <laughs> we are we are covering comics in 2000s. 2001, so we are rapidly approaching the era of freedom mm-hmm. fries. And post nine eleven um, oh, jingoism, so good good connective tissue there, Zach. Uh, but yeah, no uh-huh. coffee's coffee's brewing, homies are chilling. I'm just I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy to be here for another round of variant cover. What you got? Before we get in any further, can I introduce the podcast within the podcast? It's Zach's facts, the only comic <laughs> book trivia podcast where the players' lives lives and limbs are on the line. Oh. I will be collecting a single limb. <laughs> in what order? Choice. A surprise from... Zach Fax with limbs at stake. Now, before we do mm-hmm. Zach Fax, I suppose is. we should mention... Um, you no, can go fine. to patreon.com right Zach yeah, yeah. Fax if you want to support Zach's Fax. Uh, oh, you've branded it now with Apple a Patreon. Part. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I have my own Patreon just for this segment. Uh, a spin-off trivia segment has its now, own What Patreon. Dave was going to say is uh, if, if you want to support this show, go to patreon.com slash here. Throw us a dollar a month for access to our spreadsheet. Five dollars a month gets you set. Gets you access to the Slack, uh, early access to extra issues, Charlotte and I's bonus show. And what else? Uh, yeah, I think that's that covers it. Reviews yeah, no, so Apple today podcasts. we're going to do, uh, do some trivia, some Marvel trivia. Um, we're going to answer some listener questions. Uh, and, you know, I think uh, maybe we'll talk a little Midnight Suns. I've been playing a lot of Midnight Suns. Oh, yeah. Um, why, why don't we, before cool. we do Zach's Facts, I feel like we should do, let's do a little comics chatter for the folks who... You know, follow us for a reason. <laughs> then we can do. Then we can do well, the fun I trivia game. Are, I think people are here for Zach's facts, but okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fun. Um, okay, so what do we got going on in the world of comics, everybody? Uh, what what do we got going on? So we're reading 2001. We've just released parts mm-hmm. one and part two. Uh, the next couple, again, this this section, this this era of Marvel Comics is pretty loaded. So like, we've got a lot of good stuff coming. There's some good Daredevil series, good great Daredevil run coming your way. We're gonna do some Avengers stuff coming up soon which is definitely interesting to talk about um we have a lot of listener questions here about like 9-11 now because hey we're recording comics in 2001 and comics are greatly affected uh you know by 9-11 certainly so we'll we'll answer one of those listener questions kind of about what that's going to be like and kind of how it changes comics for good and for ill um and what else what else i feel like there's one other big my Marvelous Year related thing, but now I... Oh, I've got an interview coming up with Paul Jenkins. Uh, Paul Jenkins Ooh, that's is... Exciting. Yeah, yeah, writer of, of many comics, but during this era, particularly at Marvel, wrote uh, Inhumans, which we loved. He writes a lot of Spider-Man around this time. We'll write Wolverine Origins, which we're going to read here uh, in the near future, which is the big unveiling of Wolverine's Origins, never done before. So I'm going to talk to Paul Jenkins about all that and more. I've been reading... Um, Paul Jenkins, before he did Marvel Knight stuff, he wrote Hellblazer 
for a really long time with Sean Phillips. Mm-hmm. Sean Phillips of Phillips and Brubaker fame now for all these incredible, <laughs> yeah. you know, criminal um, and, and great indie comics. And it's really good stuff. Like, I don't, I, I don't, I, somebody asked this on Twitter not too long ago. Like, what are the two most consistent runs or like titles across both Marvel and DC? And for Marvel, it's really easy. It's Daredevil. Like, especially, yeah. Yeah. especially when you get post Frank Miller. Like, there's just, there are more good Daredevil runs than anything else. It has a higher batting average as a title than I think anything else. For DC, I actually think it's pretty hard to answer that question. But what I went with was Hellblazer. Yeah, it's and a great answer, right? I mean, it's just like I feel every good about creator it. Yeah. arc there is so exciting, right? And it's, it's like all these creators doing like kind of their best work. It's a Vertigo book, you know? So it's outside of, or it has that kind of higher literary ambition than than your standard DC stuff. I feel like once you get out of the 90s and the aughts and like into the 2010s, it's like, well, what... There's like one good Hellblazer run, the Cy Spurrier Aaron Campbell run, but that only lasted 12 issues. It cut way too Ugh. short. But so, I feel like if you, if you look for the rest yeah. of the 2010s, it's like, well, where's the what John Constantine am I reading? Um, but anyway, that was yeah. my DC pick. I, I couldn't. Some people were like, what about Batman? And it's like Batman has so many comics that the the weighted yeah, average here is just diluted. Like, yeah. It's a whole line in itself. <laughs> like, yeah, there are so many Batman books at any given time that at least one of them has to be good at any given time, hopefully. <laughs> Right. So it's a bit too easy. And I think if you cherry picked and you were like, well, there's at least there's always one good Batman book, you know, basically every year, like you'd probably more or less be right. Um, but I think just on a like the way I look at this question in, in consistency is, you know, no misses. Right. And not like you're you're not weeding out stuff that you don't like. And then the Batman line, you have to do that. Like they're, they're not all the yeah. series. Are Same hitting. with like Spider-Man. You know, yeah, that's or, why Spidey. Even, that's why Spidey. Actually, X Men is probably the real answer there, the better comparison. Yeah, Spidey's not that great not stuff that high on the list. Yeah, right. Yeah, but so X Men has these really high highs, but a lot of stuff to filter. Yeah. Who do you think are your other Marvel contenders would be? Because with mm. Daredevil, the one the case against Daredevil is okay, 60s, 70s Daredevil. Mm-hmm. We're not actually that high on. Yes, you can find stuff. Obviously, the debut of Stillman occurs there. That gives a lot of weight. You got Wally Wood stuff with, with you know, in the early 60s. Um, but if you truly waited the 60s and 70s, who else might have a shot at upending Daredevil? I have a couple thoughts. Oh, I don't know. Because, I mean, like, there's just so many. Anytime I think of a big run or a character who has, like, a, a several great runs, I'm also like, yeah, but then there's that 15-year gap where we just don't yeah. read a single comic. I, like, right. You know, years where we don't say, touch Iron Man. Like, I kind of want to say Cap. Like you have James yeah. Mateus, yeah. then you oh. have um, oh I can't remember his name, Grunewald. but uh, Mark Grunwald. Then you get into Mark Wade, and then it's the the nineties are a bit more. But then when Brubaker then get, picks it up, it's like 10 yeah, years yeah. Then you get Brubaker. Right? It's a really modernly gets Tennessee Coates. Like yeah, I feel like yeah, you sure. have a, a good, pretty good high pick. betting average for for Cap. That's a really good pick and one that I did not consider. Um, I like that pick. You can make a sneaky yeah, your case bias, for Cap. Your biases yeah. are showing. Dave, <laughs> that you didn't consider your anti-American <laughs> the, uh, biases. Uh, well, I mean, I, I did man. not say I'm drinking Freedom Press coffee, and I yep. did not consider <laughs> Captain America. So you know, make your own deductions. Um, the couple that I thought of were were really kind of cheats. Uh, Black Panther, you know, mm-hmm. purely because yeah. it's such but a he, limited selection. Yeah, he doesn't get enough to like have like he he doesn't get enough to have a truly batting average. Like right, right, he, he gets three. Very good runs, but like that's all of his runs. But then once he starts getting runs, they're very consistent. Well, outside of the first one, our boy Christopher Priest. Um, no, I was I was thinking of Kirby. Oh, uh, right, well, he's the, he's the second one, right? <laughs> Isn't Kirby is Kirby, Kirby after he, McGregor? Right? Well, yeah. you have you have McGregor's Jungle Action, which we oh love, yeah, true, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then, then you Kirby. have Kirby come in and just write my yep. least favorite Jack Kirby comics uh-huh. of all time. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. yeah. and then you do have some eighties miniseries and things, you know, but those are, those never quite hit. So yeah, I, it's not a, it's not a fantastic pick. Um, I thought Dr. Doom, like anytime Dr. Doom shows up, I'm excited, but definitely that, okay, you know, if you're going is, that's runs, not, that's what? a cheat. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh-huh. it's, you basically just have super villain. Do you have any answers up. that aren't just 
you know, rewriting the rules to <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> That's the point. It's so obviously Daredevil. It's uh, I did I yeah. did throw Doctor Strange into the mix, but I don't even believe that myself. My I think actually my most consistent uh series over the history of Marvel is John Byrne. Um if, D- if we're just you know, now, making up our I think you have to here. go early today, Zach. Is that right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta run soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Burn. Who's Char- the most Char- consistent I... creator across Marvel? Maybe we can answer that next time, Zach. You can make the case for John. Hey, look, that's a really Namor good Burn. You can make the case for John, <laughs> uh, Spider-Man First Class Burn. Oh boy, that yeah, is. that's rough. Um, I uh, that's that's a really good segue to Zach's facts. If you're ready to move in there, because I did theme. No, I'm not kidding. I themed this one. The first one was very Silver Age themed, like very 60s. This I was gonna say if it's a John B- John Byrne theme, I'm, I'm walking out of here. <laughs> We're all leaving. <laughs> it is it is creator uh, focused this time and creator okay. run focused. So want want to jump into that? All right, hit me, Zach's facts. All right, as a reminder, on round one, Dave uh, came out victorious, seven to six against Charlotte. Nail biter. Um, so let's. That reminds start me, we went bowling. My wife and I went bowling yesterday with the kids. Uh-huh. I can't wait to see how this ties in. <laughs> my, I'm up, going into the last frame. My wife mm-hmm. had a spare. Her first mm-hmm. roll, she gets a nine. We're tied at eighty three. She has one pin Oof. left. This, this is the worst we've ever bowled. Let me clarify. <laughs> We're yeah, tied at 83 bad. on the last <laughs> frame. <laughs> um, you, listen, you're carrying a kid the whole time. It's a little too tricky. Um, she has one pin. She needs to get it to win. Nails it. Spares it. Gets a hundo, baby. Clears 100 for the family. Congrats to my wife. Big win and uh, very thought, impressive. <laughs> I final did frame think comeback. halfway through <laughs> that this segue was going to be like, oh, let me uh, tell you about another time I beat a woman at something. <laughs> 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 like that reminded me of something else. Another time where I uh, emerged victorious. No, no, no. It was more the nail biter aspect. <laughs> okay. All right, please All right. carry on. Uh, so let's start with Charlotte. Charlotte, who did more issues at Marvel? Stanley as a writer or Jack Kirby as an artist? Wait, S- Stanley? Stanley. Okay, because uh-huh. they heard Dan Lee. Yeah, you said that weird. <laughs> you said really? Dan Lee. Uh, da- Daniel Trick Lee. question. <laughs> Who did more issues, Jack Kirby as an artist or someone you've never heard of, Daniel Lee? <laughs> no, Stanley as a writer or Jack Do you Kirby include the an artist? Audit, the issues where Stanley is credited as writer but maybe didn't actually ra- write them? Ooh. I am going off of Marvel fandom where it says okay. works that he wrote uh, and not like editor because he has a lot more as editor, which I don't know if I believe. But this is an yeah, interesting question. Um, yeah, that's that's tough. I hmm, I do still want to say, oh God. Oh, actually, you know what? Uh, I, I forgot. These questions, both of you can answer because it's not a uh, revealing the answer. If it's a, a pick one, you can both answer. Oh, okay. And get a point. I yeah. hmm. The obvious choice is is Stanley because like he he was writing almost everything at first, uh, but like that didn't last that long. Uh, I'm gonna say Kirby. I think Kirby did more. All right, Dave. I thought it was Charlotte's question. No, we're gonna because this isn't a reveal. Oh, we're both answer answering kind of question. You no, can both Zach answer. No, badly. Don't worry. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was not thinking about answering. Um. Oh jeez, this is a really tricky question. Uh, my gut is Kirby. I'll just go with my gut. Ooh, both wrong. Oh, it's not, even, oh. It's not okay. Now, now here's the follow-up question: How many issues for each? So, I have no uh, idea. <laughs> yeah, oh, take take a stab in the dark. Whoever gets closer will get the points for both Lee and Kirby. Okay. Um, so for Stanley, both of you make a guess. So he's got let's see. <laughs> great content. Oh my god! All right, well, there hang on, hang on. I got, I got an answer coming. I got an answer. <laughs> Radio coming. silence. I'll give Stanley. Um, Charlotte, you can guess too. You don't have to. One hundred and seventy-five. Oh, I was okay. going to say like five hundred for Stanley. Okay, uh, Charlotte, you're c- closer. It's twenty-one hundred. <laughs> it's oh, not yeah. even close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think maybe what you're not taking in consideration is his Golden Age work, of which he has probably oh, five hundred right. just like. Millie the Model and, yeah, you know, true. whatever, Strange Tales, Monster Comics, Great American Western, whatever, all those things. He was, was absolutely nothing about that at all. Yep. A million of those. Uh, so it's 2,100. Charlotte, Charlotte, you get that point even though you were nice. off by a... <laughs> uh, 400%. Uh, Kirby, uh, 
How many do you think? So now knowing that Jack or Stanley did more with twenty one hundred. Yeah. So we're counting timely stuff here. Yeah. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. 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 Ooh. I'm gonna say twelve hundred for for Kirby. Okay. I'm gonna say four thousand and thirteen. No, okay. Well, we already established that Stanley <laughs> has done more. <laughs> but yeah, you could go over that. No, it's seven hundred and eighty. So Charlotte gets that point too. <laughs> Not nice. even close, Dave. Also, just I gave you. Okay, never mind. All right. This is a bad question and a bad setup for this trivia. I'm not as into this as X-Facts anymore. This segment (laughs) might get canceled. (laughs) Who wrote more issues? Chris Claremont on Uncanny X-Men. And I'm saying just Uncanny X-Men, not all the spinoffs, not X-Men when it relaunched in the 90s, just Uncanny X-Men. Or Bendis on Ultimate Spider-Man. And both both of you can answer this one. Has to be a close one. That's interesting. Did Claremont ever write Uncanny? Again after after the nineties, no. I'm only talking so, about oh, the original. Actually, he does the original come back. run. Yeah, yeah, but I'm only talking about uh, original the original run. run. Yep. So the original seventy six um, to ninety one. And I don't right? actually think he does. I think he comes back on like some strange other series. No, he like, comes back on Uncanny. I think it's four forty four to four fifty four in like the mid aughts. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't think I'm talking about those. I think with Bendis, do you count Miles like the the post uh, no, original just series? Ultimate Spider Man. So basically, it's 16 years versus 11 years. Um, X-Men mm, does go bi-monthly th- at one point. Yeah, I think it's still Bendis. I think it's Bendis. Dave, I need your answer. Bendis could also be bi-monthly. I'll go Claremont. Claremont is correct. 185 issues to 160 yes. for Ooh, Bendis. close one. So very close. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dave, good job. Point is yours. Okay, so th- that is the f- the number one longest single run for a creator in the number two longest creator creative run the third and the fourth longest marvel runs of a single series by single writers had 136 and 135 issues respectively Mm. so both of you get a chance to guess one of them so i'll start with charlotte uh you get to pick what is a series Um, and their writer i want to say x factor with uh peter david Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that is not correct. Oh, that's a great okay. guess. I love yeah. that yeah. guess. Uh, Dan Slott, Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-mm. Oh, of course. Nope. No? Nope. Mm-mm. Huh. Oh, Mark Grunewald, Captain America. Well, it's not your turn, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can have that point. Yes, yeah. that is correct. So, Charlotte, you have. there's one left. Oh, that's rough. Um. Oh. Does... No, wait, no. Even you with gotta wait both, for her to. <laughs> even with both Avengers and New Avengers, Hickman wouldn't cover more than that. It's only one series. It's not yeah. like a, you know, because I think like oh, that stuff. Brubaker did a huge Captain America run, but it was like Captain America yeah, yeah, and then yeah. shifted to Winter Soldier, and then it became something else. Charlotte, I'll give you a clue. With a think about my guess and somebody who was just on a book forever during that time. Uh, my right. brain isn't working. Um, it's not. Hmm. During that time, so during the Magrunwald era, so late 80s, early 90s, who's on run forever? I need a guess. I know, I know. Let me let me think, please. No, no. You can yeah. have a timer. Um, <laughs> well, well, since when is there a timer? You just since invented that. Ever. This host um, is a maniac, making of rules uh, on the fly. I, what other characters that exist at Marvel? Um, I'm trying I'm, to save myself from the editing of editing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 45 <laughs> seconds of... Uh... Well, this is a hell of your own making. All right, I do need a guess. Does it have to be a writer? Yeah, 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 it is a writer. Um, yeah, Peter David and Hulk. Oh, that's, that's what I was going to say. got it. Nice yeah, one. okay. Yeah, 135. And I actually don't, I didn't write down which one was which. <laughs> but no. one of them had 135 well. issues and one had 136. Uh, neck and neck. Dan Slott was the most consecutive issues on Amazing Spider-Man or something like that. There was a big yeah. to-do about that when yeah, he left the he, title he, finally. Yeah, he up there. He's in the top 10 for sure. But what, uh, What's your yeah, count they, here? What, this is a Marvel fandom something or other? No, that was some, I don't know, uh, comic book dropouts.com wiki list or something i don't know well-sourced facts i see i mean if they dropped out they're obviously not experts (laughs) but (laughs) okay um who wrote more runs of separate series that have 10 or more issues who did 10 or more issues of a single series john byrne or chris claremont does that make sense 
No. So, like, Chris Claremont wrote, like, three issues of Tomb of Dracula. That is not in the Uh running here. So it's only runs that they did a decent chunk on. Who did more 10-plus issue runs of separate series? The modern leader is Al Ewing, for sure. And I will say... Wait, Burn or Who? (laughs) New series. (laughs) I'll say... Don't start listing them because that's going to be part two of this question. Oh. <laughs> wait, you're so, going to give away some points. Wait, wait wh- who are the possibilities? John Byrne and Chris Claremont. Okay. Who wrote Who wrote more separate ten plus issue runs of different series? But the two that they collaborated on, the ones that they collaborated on, also count. Yes. Yeah. Or no, just yeah, writer. Both, so like Byrne. Uh, yeah, just writer. Byrne wouldn't get just writing, writer. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I feel like it's no, I'm not, I'm not like, counting his art. Art. Clemens oh. did. But I do count. Let's I'll, I'll, just to put it out there, I do count John Byrne as a writer on those Uncanny X Men because he was like yeah. plotter for like thirty five issues. Just like, like are you talking about personal opinion or are you talking about this trivia question now? <laughs> it's come on. That's I think that's the only one that I had to make like a judgment call on. Yeah, I feel it's like we should rename Zach facts to Zach's opinions. That feels yeah, like a more accurate accurate type. They are Zach's facts, right? Like that's, uh-huh. the, that's the whole point. It's right there in the title. His opinions are facts. All right, um, so uh, okay. yeah, I think it's you can make a guess here. You think it's burnt? Dave? Yeah. Hang on, I'm counting the Claremont. <laughs> I'm googling it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. This could be so much. I did. Easier. I mean, I did try to make these ones ungoogleable, uh, not because I thought you would cheat, but because I wanted to come up with my own questions. So. Uh huh. This is all hand counted. Uh, it's it's got to be Claremont. Dave, you are correct. 17 Damn. series that he did over 10 issues of versus Burns 10. But you know what swung that like for me Byrne is Claremont comes back. Yes, um, it's exactly right. Yeah. He stays back and Burn. would the last Burn thing's probably, what, early 2000s be my guess? Okay, so I want us to go back and forth between the two of you listing those series. We'll listing 27 series? <laughs> yeah, That's a lot. Yeah, yeah, and whoever, well, I mean. Wait, who's whoever Clemens get, or Burn? Whoever can't get one correct the first oh okay. okay that's, yeah. so that's we, tricky dave we can we can start with you so let's start with john Byrne, and i've got a list here i'll just cross we're starting with together. me all right x-men gods mm-hmm. uh, okay any x-men okay alpha fights i know i know <laughs> um okay uh, namor, namor. she hulk yep. yes okay now it gets tricky yeah um west coast avengers that's correct um like it is called Avengers West Coast. Adjective less X Men, like just X Men in the nineties. Oh, Charlotte, no. Ooh. I don't even. Wait, he did less than ten? I don't. He think scripted him. like four with Jim Lee yeah. in the oh, early oh, going, and then he bounces early. Here, uh, just Here Avengers the, uh, also would have sufficed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to just just for clout uh, guess some more, Dave? So we got Avengers. Then we got. We got four more. Whatever that weird Spider Man book is, the first chapter. Chapter one. Yeah. Chapter one. Chapter one yep. Um, I think he does an X Men version of that. X Men Chapter One. Nope, does not do or at that. least not at least not for ten issues. Okay, that's where I'm out then. I can't um, believe Fantastic Four. I have two oh, right. <laughs> on my <laughs> shelf of Fantastic Four. It's like sixty issues long. Yeah, that's that's a famous <laughs> and then, one. Uh, he apparently did over ten issues of Iron Man and the Thing. Oh, the <laughs> Thing we could have got the Thing in Fantastic Four we should have gotten, but got Iron Man you. I would not have ever. Yeah, thought of, I wouldn't actually. have known about Iron Man either. All right, so Dave gets that point. Let's do the same thing. With Chris Claremont. He okay. has 17 series. And uh, Charlotte, you can go first. New Mutants. New Mutants, okay. X-Men. X-Men. Charlotte, you can just go over this. X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Power Man and Iron Fist? Or was it Ooh. cool he was the four higher at that point? I'm just go- I'm going to give it to you, but Bold it's just third Iron guess. Fist. But give it to oh, her on this alone. Okay. Yeah, I'm, why aren't you just... Okay, please, go on. <laughs> I'm going to circle back to that guess, Charlotte. Extreme X-Men. Uh, yes, correct. Um, did, he, did, did he do 10 of X-Factor? I think, I think he did 10 of X-Factor. X-Factor? Nope, he did not do X-Factor. Okay, can I just... Where is Uncanny <laughs> X-Men, Charlotte? Why are you skipping over said, Uncanny X-Men? I said X-Men. That was I the said, first one said they X-Men. said. X-Men. Yeah, you yeah. said X-Men, not Uncanny X-Men. Two separate series. Well, oh, well, I okay. I'll be honest. I meant for you to include no, because it start it started as just X Men. It started as X Men. Yeah. It, it didn't get the uncanny adjective until like more than ten, I think. I think the whole seven. All right. Well, whatever. There's still. There's also still. Uh, okay. Let's let's do the others. We got Miss Marvel. Okay. Yes. yes. Correct. We got um, Nightcrawler. Yep. 
We okay. got that's a deep pull because that's not that many issues. So the early '70s stuff with Burn, I don't know how much he does of each of these, but you got Iron Fist, Claremont, Claremont, but yes, yeah, you got you Marvel Team Up. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, Marvel Team um, Up. You got of, yeah. I don't know how much Doctor Strange he does if he did ten issues of that or not. Nope. It's not no. Nope. Okay. Mm-mm. So that oh, that would have been uh, the one I was on the fence about. The um, redone X Men issues. What what is that called? Uh, classic X Men. Classic mm-hmm. X Men yep. should count. Yeah. I didn't uh, actually count that, but I would have taken that as an answer. Yeah, yeah that feels right. Enough yeah. backups there. And then, now I feel like we're into... You're missing at Are least Are we missing a 70s and obvious, 80s one? You're missing two obvious mutant titles, I think. Oh, that's interesting. Well, Fantastic Four Wolverine? later. Excalibur. Wolverine. Yep. Wolverine, Wolverine and Excalibur. Yeah, yep, got those it. are the okay. big ones. And then okay. we got Fantastic Four later. Um, yep, Fantastic Four. Okay, you're down to... Returning to Uncanny. Six he does, he's done some other... Okay, so I'll say Solo there's stuff. two two weirdo things from the 70s, and then, f- or no, two weirdos, one that you should know about, and then three, like, modern comebacks. Yeah, yeah, and that's what Nightcrawler hmm. was, was one of the modern yeah. comebacks. Um, um, I think the, oh, I'm just doing yeah. I think just the only us. obvious, the only obvious one that you, I think you missed is Spider-Woman. He does a lot of time on Spider-Woman oh, right. in the 70s. Uh, he also does exactly 10 issues of Marvel Comic Presents the Wolverine issues. Um, okay. Oh, okay, and, okay. and then he does John Carter of Mars for quite a while. Warlord Ooh. of Mars. And then that. when he comes back, he's got new Excalibur, new Exiles, and X-Men Forever. Oh, I should have got Exiles, actually. Well, not uh, Exiles, okay. but new new Exiles. I wouldn't have said new. So. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Okie dokie. Okay, so... Oh, that question... <laughs> I have a follow-up question that does not make any sense. With those uh, series, which are which have more mutant... Are there more mutant series or non-mutant? We just listed them, so that doesn't... All right, I think more. we got time for one more question, if you have more, unless I, we're done. I got one. I have literally one more question. One more, perfect. Who is the best creative team? In <laughs> <laughs> is that it? And I'll give the, you... That's yeah, it? Yeah, who's the best creative team? Charlotte? So... I know how to answer this precisely I know too, Zach. but it hurts me. Yes. Um... Because it's Zach, I'm going to mm-hmm. say John Byrne and John Byrne. No. Oh. Wrong. Oh. Crazy. Insane. Insane. Um, okay, I was thinking Byrne and Byrne on Alpha Flight, but... Ooh, that's a good one, but no. Who is the best creative team? Just, wait, hang on. So this isn't... This could be anyone. Mm-hmm. What are Zach's favorite comics? This is an interesting question. <laughs> um, I don't think I actually... I don't... I definitely don't yeah. know the answer to this. Uh... What does Zach love? Walt Simonson and Walt Simonson. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell you, and then you can guess why they're the best creative team. It's uh, it's Tony Isabella writing and artist Don Perlin. So this is because um, they created Tigra and because they responded yep. to us on Twitter. <laughs> Correct? That's exactly right. So they created Tigra. <laughs> yep. All right. That's fair. Yeah, That's yeah, fair. Good job. Good job. Yeah. yeah. Friend of the pod. Yeah, a, a good enough reason for them to be, uh, you know, top tier. So with a final score here, Dave uh, kind of sexistly uh, emerges victorious again. Uh, I think it's kind <laughs> of an upsetting pattern that you keep, um, you know, beating our only female co This is This is really, it's went show, from battle of the three. sexist to battle of the sexist. And I don't think it's very <laughs> fun anymore. Exactly, exactly right. Good job, everybody. I think that was fun. Yeah. Um, well, we're glad you had fun, Zach. Charlotte and I were miserable, <laughs> struggling <laughs> to think of answers. Well, it's about the listeners. It's not really about you. But Whew. Um, they were, trust yeah. me, they were struggling as well, shouting answers into their phones while we just That's blankly stared the on the spot. Be mad at. I'm trying to direct some of their anger towards you, and uh, it's working. I bet it's working. Yep. That's. I've definitely had that experience listening to comics podcasts, which I do not do anymore. Um, but where they're like trying to think because of a thing, you and you're just too angry. <laughs> I, <laughs> I got sounding so your steering wheels. Listen, I can't. I can't count the number of phones I've thrown out a car window. Right, listening, <laughs> getting mad at comics podcasts. Cannot even begin to tally the number. Uh, okay, let's do it. Uh, Charlotte, let's is there anything questions. you want to cover? Is there anything you want to focus on? Yeah, Charlotte. Before we before we do a little Midnight Suns. Doesn't have to be uh, comic related. Just personal. What's going on with you? How are you doing? <laughs> This is Charlotte's Therapy Hour. Um, Charlotte's <laughs> Therapy segment. Here we go. I'm no, um, I mean, yeah. I'm... So I just started uh, my internship uh, at a local uh, comic book, book and, uh, and uh, 
and game store um, and we I'm trying to revamp uh, our, our comic book uh, section like specifically American comic books and and superhero comic book sections and uh, it's it's fun seeing uh, like seeing stuff arrive an hour, like a year after they 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 are read by Americans and English speaking people like we're just starting to get uh, last na- last year's events from Marvel stuff like that um and like i feel like i'm living uh, in two <laughs> two time zones uh, at a time uh, mm. comics wise um so that's pretty fun uh, i i'm so i have a year to to get ready for for stuff to to come out in uh, in france uh, <laughs> and get my um, reviews i guess ready for for the bookshop so that's fun and fun seeing how how um, french publishers of american comics uh, mess up the order the worst thing I've seen recently is the the X Men stuff from uh, recent years. They they don't publish them like by series. They have like a Dawn of X book, a Reign of X book, and now a Destiny of X book. And like all of the X Men books are published in those. So like you have Destiny of X Volume Two with like an issue of X Men Red, an issue of Immortal X Men, an issue of whatever else is going on. I think that's the worst possible way to to publish those in trade paperbacks. And they did that here as well. That, that's not just a French thing. I but well, I mean, unless it, you, but have you also have all the the books. Yeah. Like you also have the yeah. Books oh no, in it was paperbacks. like you bought like the Hawks Pox, and then you bought Dawn of X One trade yeah. paperback, and it had issues one. Then you bought Dawn but of X Two. You can also choose of... to just buy like Marauders or just yeah. buy. Yeah, yeah. Excalibur. Oh, crazy we don't have that, that choice yeah. in France. In France, we have to buy like all of it, which is insane. <laughs> I think. Um, so it's certainly yeah, that's the most uh, frustrating. It's the, that's the you got to go fully in, right? You're just like yeah. I'm all in on all of this. But like, like, the it's good part so about that is it does get people that. to check out Fallen Angels, which is like a really underread and underrated series. I've always said mm. that. That you you're loved the worst, it, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I I genuinely think it is just a kind of mediocre so-so series, and your hatred of it is so funny to me. I can't. Well, like, I think I read it a second time because I was like, is, "Is it really that bad?" I read it again, and I was like, "No, it's just you're missing. Like, you're missing two missing things that are important here. Like, you're missing yeah. right. The context is absolutely key in my dismissal yeah. of that book. But the second sure. thing you're missing, Zach, because I've actually moved on to a new punching bag. Um, there's a worse. There's a Ooh, worse Krakoa era X Men book, and it's called okay. X Corp. Um, so it is, that's it the is, part that's crazy to me, because like I read X Corp and it was boring, but mostly fine. <laughs> so you're both not with me on this. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm fine. with you on Fallen Angels. I'm less with you on X Corp. Like it's not, it's not I the think, worst things. It's very boring, but it's like yeah, I think X Corp makes Fallen Angels look pretty good. That, yeah, that that's crazy to me. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Um, so, you know what, Charlotte, this actually uh, ties in beautifully with my first variant cover question, which was, what are comic shops like in France? Um, oh. Genuinely curious. Like, are they mostly like book and comics combined, kind of like what you're describing, or is that uh, unique? No. So the book, the, the bookshop I work out, I work out, <laughs> I work at. <laughs> so they're is... gyms, first off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, the bookshop I work at is specifically uh, aimed towards like, comics for all ages and whether it be American comics, manga and European comics, mm-hmm. um, books for children mostly, m- children to YA and then uh, games like uh, role playing games, uh, tabletop games, uh, all that stuff. But like usually there are a few actual like American comic book shops in the big cities, but it's hard to find. Like you get a handful of them in Paris. There's like one or two streets where you have a lot of uh, of uh, of shops where you can find American comics in mm. in English, but like outside of that, only in the big cities you get that. Where I live, there's only one of them, and I live in like France's fifth biggest city. Um, then you get some bookshops that are more specialized in manga, and that's more common because French people read way more manga than they read uh, American comics. They even read more manga than they read uh, French or Belgian comics. Mm. Um, and then you get a bookshop that are specialized in Bel- Belgian and French comic, but that still have manga for because like that's how you stay uh, sustainable as a as a as a as a comic book library in France. So is uh, the Franco-Belgian stuff in that European format? Is that not popular and big enough to sort of sustain on its own? It's popular, like it's popular for adults who read comics, but like 
not that many adults read comics. And then, like, those adults buy it for their young kids. But the, like, 13-year-old to 30-year-old, like, readership doesn't really read French or Belgian comics for the most part. Um, And, like, yeah, it's way less popular than, like, manga is by far the biggest thing uh, that's uh, that's sold. Um, I mean, I think, I feel like in, maybe not that much but i feel like in america like manga is also very that's similar very popular yeah uh, yeah it's similar yeah i don't know the numbers but it's pretty it's pretty close like but yeah french and belgian comics for the most part especially like the classics uh are for aging audience we'll say um and then like th- there is a bit more of a the renewal of french and belgian comics for a teenage YA audience that's like a lot more inspired by um, American comics and manga, uh, like by those aesthetics and sensibilities. Uh, that's starting to gain a bit more popularity. There are even like French, straight up French mangas, like books that are totally in a, in a ma- Japanese manga style, but by by French authors. Oh, sure. Um, is there but, one now that's like, you know, so like Saga in America, is um, like that's like the indie hit? Like, is there like a big, you know, the one that's super popular? As far as manga, I, it's been a few years since I've heard a lot of people talk about it. A few years back, Radiance was a French manga that was very, very popular, including Japan. Like, I think it was pretty popular in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, like, ah, it's, it really depends on the public. Like, I, I, there's, like, a, some f- queer French comics that are really popular among queer people, for example. Sure. But, like, there's not really an example of one book that is singularly very... I, at least as far as I can think, there's not really one that's like central to everyone knows that book. Yeah. Um, outside of like this year, there was a graphic novel called um, Le Monde Sans Fin, The Endless World, which is about like global warming, um, all that stuff. And like that was the most popular book this year that was sold, like comic books and like sweater books uh, all included. Um, so like that graphic novel was, uh, and like the, there's also a difference in the way we use the words, the words graphic novel, because in, in, I feel like in English, it's mostly a question of formats. Uh, in yeah. French, it's like we use roman graphic, graphic novel to talk about a comic that is very inspired by just straight up novel format and that mixes, integrates a lot of text in the, in the, in the visual medium, oh. or that like has a, I know it's the the definition and the limits are very nebulous, but it's it's usually kind of a a way for people to not feel uh, bad about reading silly comic books for children. And no, I I don't read comic <laughs> books; I read graphic novels. Yeah, that's kind of what the difference is. Um, and it actually means more like a novel. Yeah, basically. Whereas the American understanding of a graphic novel is it's comic; it's just self-contained generally. Yeah, um, that's about it's it's still comics, but like. I mean, the, the French version of it, it's, it's still comics, but they are very, either they are very, they have a huge blocks of text in the comic, or they have a style that is way like slice of life or in a way that is, doesn't fit the rest of the, we'll say, let's say comic book mold. If you just um, need it, huge blocks of text, it could just be some Claremont <laughs> X-Men. That's, but That's interesting. Like, we don't really have a analog to that but japan has yeah. light novels and that kind of is what that sounds like to me it's like I somewhere have... between a step between manga and like death like note? A graphic novel no because <laughs> oh, his name's light that's so funny no, <laughs> it no, sounds I'm sarcastic but a... i did think it was funny i'm trying to, to find Sorry. an example of like an american comic that would be like i feel like mouse would be considered a gra- is widely considered a graphic novel in france for sure um, yeah to give an example uh i don't have that, that so it really is just like the guy <laughs> I remember being in a bar when I was like 22 and someone literally like, I'm um, actually a random girl to who was talking about a comic book Watchmen. And he was like, yeah. they're called graphic novels. <laughs> they're not <laughs> comics. Um, yeah. And that man has, you know, lived in my head for the past 13 years. Yeah. That's an odd, that's incredible. an odd person that, that, yeah. that individual who's very, He's- focused on definitions between but then i guess i don't know i probably have things like that that are i say the same thing well. you know i watch cinema i don't watch movies well we know that that's true that's a good point right um, <laughs> but the marvel cinematic universe is called that for a reason Come well on, you call everybody. it the marvel movie universe as a burn as a sick burn <laughs> yeah that's it that's the better joke it's <laughs> pretty good all right charlotte i really appreciate that update i am i think yeah. we should continue yeah, it's really interesting french comics uh, updates 
from here yeah, on sure. out because uh, I but actually, not actually find it really interesting. read any because they seem kind of weird. Oh my gosh, there's uh, n- we are unsettling. never going to read them. <laughs> I'm like kind of horny. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it, once they get translations, I feel like I want to check out some of these ones that are. Oh yeah, yeah sure. That's actually a question I have. When it's like Marvel and DC comics, are the majority yeah. in English or are they translated to French? Oh no, they're in France. They're in French. Mm-hmm. In at least okay. in France, the m- large majority of uh, you 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 will have a lot of trouble finding. Comic, uh, like DC or Marvel comics in English, except in like very specialized comic shops. So like, there's mm-hmm. one shop mm-hmm. where I live that's specialized in that. In Paris, you find like five or six of them. But like, outside of that, it's impossible to find fr- uh, English-speaking comics. Uh, your in your Marvel Unlimited is in English, though, right? Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. I, you don't there's no French version of Marvel Unlimited, yeah. but like, it's it also specific to France because like, in I sometimes go to like close. I'm very close to Belgium. And I go to sometimes to Ghent in Belgium, and there there's a there's a comic book shop that's like specialized in English comics, and I feel like it's in Belgium you'll find way more easily English speaking comics because people are more used to reading another language than the one they were taught with. Whereas French people are just like we only read French, and everything else is <laughs> not worth it. So huh. yeah, hmm. interesting. I since I'm so near Mexico, uh, and there's such a big Mexican population here. When I go to used bookstores, <laughs> I was just at a used bookstore yesterday, and it happens to me, like, it's happened multiple times where I pick up a comic or, like, a graphic novel or something, and I'm like, ooh, look at that. That sounds pretty good for the price, and then I crack it open. It's the Spanish version. I said, yeah. had that yesterday with, um, there was, like, a collected edition of all three John Lewis's March books in, oh, like, yeah. one big hardcover, and it was 20 bucks, and I was like, oh, hell yeah, and then I opened it, and it was in Spanish. Yeah. And I don't speak Spanish. So. Those are great. Did I tell you both that I bought Sabrina, um, the graphic novel, the digitally twice yeah. in French? Ooh. <laughs> I tried to buy it two times, two separate occasions. I tried to buy it because I hadn't Incredible. read it before. And both times I got it in French. Um, this was before I knew you, Charlotte, or I could have just like transferred ownership or something. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> could not get have it Have you right. read that book? I have, finally. Like, year, like, it's, like years later, I was finally like, hey, I should try, oh, it's, I it's should try again. Yeah. Um, you know what? I didn't love it. I, it I liked it. For you? I, I'm Ooh. happy with it. Um, but I did not. You know what? It, I, I think it was that it's, it's very takes, cinematic, to be fair. So. It's very cinematic, and I don't understand. No, cinematic. it's not. It's very comic um, book. It's kind of doing something. Yeah, that, I mean, the, um, I think yeah. a big part of it was the Department of Truth tackles misinformation in a way more entertaining way. Uh, yeah, it's and not, it's, that to me was like, I'm kind of getting. Yeah. I'm kind of getting that vibe and these themes covered through a more interesting book, yeah. I think. Uh, if I'd read it maybe as it was coming out. But, I mean, it's super, super well done. I, yeah. I don't have yeah, major I, critiques I really of it. Remember. Did you read uh, his his latest uh, acting class? That, that's an interesting Mm-mm. graphic novel Mm-mm. as well. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, I got to check it out. Didn't make CBH's oh, best of 2022, but, you know, it happens. Yeah. Charlotte, you were trying to say something. Yeah, question for you guys. What's the last French or Belgian comics you've read? Hmm. Probably uh, Tintin, like almost for sure. Okay. Tintin? Well, I read Tintin very recently, so definitely Tintin. <laughs> my, um, I mean, probably like three years ago I read a Tintin because I have a few on my show. Okay. I read my first Tintin no, like like a month ago. And, yeah, I uh, saw that. The first one I read, Charlotte, the very first one I read, he solves a murder by painting blackface and, uh, and pretending Ooh, to be... Yeah. Yep. In blackface, and it tricks everyone, and then he's like, "Ha ha, I'm Tintin." Well, um, Tintin in Congo, yeah. And I knew it wasn't that way. I don't know if it was the, that one, especially the earlier ones. Yeah, I, and I just picked up like I just grabbed three volumes of the library. There's just like three Tintins, and I'm like, I know this has a history of yep. really bad racism. Um, oh, yeah. but, you know, I was like, well, what are the odds that the first book? And of course, there it is. Uh, the second one I read because I didn't like. I, I was really impressed by the art. I was really impressed yeah. by the style. I was like. These look like, I don't know, like a like a Chris Ware or like a David Aha or something, um, you know. But they're in 1940. Like I thought that was pretty fascinating. Uh, but then the second one I picked up, the first page, it's Tintin chasing a guy who's stealing a plane. He shoots and appears to kill Tintin on the first page. <laughs> That's, I'm like, what an intro. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I was impressed by the art, but I wasn't like, yeah. I got to read more of this. No, for I mean, it's been it's been years since I read it. Like I read it. Every, like every few months when I was a kid, but I haven't read them in like, oh boy, probably five years at this point, probably yeah. even more. Um, yeah, I was I'd, crazy I'd about them to, to as a back. kid, but yeah, yeah. Uh, which is funny. <laughs> they they they're like not the. I mean, they're just so slow paced. They're very you know. And they're uh, v- like Hergé was 
very wordy. Like you get yes. wordy and very Huge like, structured and yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I, I was hooked on him as a kid. So. Yeah. I wonder some, how some of the jokes translate. Cause I, I read Asterix in English a few few years, a uh, few months back, I think. And, like, it was... Asterix is so based on, like, French puns that it's, it was interesting to see how they, they translated it in English. And it's, like, it's not as good as the, the, the French version because, like, it's, it's also very, very rooted in, like, French, I don't know, kind of... French spirits. I don't know how to to explain it uh, otherwise. But like very, I mean, kind of nationalistic, but like in yeah. a funny way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, is the best yeah. way I could describe it. Um, but like, so yeah, I, I wonder how that works for for a non-French audience. Tintin, there was a certain absurdity, I yeah. thought, and and just a lightness, you know, when it's not doing the the cringy stuff, um, that I found humorous. I don't remember there being like. Aside from that first page where it was like this guy just shot yeah. a little boy. <laughs> what the hell? Um but uh no, like I don't I don't remember it being like funny funny, but like humorous, I think. Have you seen the movie? Yeah. The Spielberg movie? I've I had never experienced Dave? Tintin in any fashion prior to Oh boy. Yeah, you should ago. make time for that movie. That movie is great. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's really, really funny. I think it's like one of the best adventure like post Indiana Jones adventure type movies. It's really, really good. Much better than he did it right after Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and I think uh, it's clearly the the winner. Underrated Shia performance in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I've always said underrated. I think really? Underrated Shia performance. It's like it's even Stevens Mutt, one, Mutt Williams, <laughs> Kingdom of the Crystal Skull two, and probably Holes three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think those uh, are the Shia rankings. I have I got a hard out in like. 15 minutes because i'm going to a monster truck rally so we gotta we gotta monster truck rally we have to talk we have to talk coffee we do have to talk coffee i'm glad you reminded me zach i'm gonna go make a cup of coffee right after this yeah this episode of my marvelous year is brought to you by four sigmatic it's the number four and then sigmatic spelled like it sounds let's see if you go to go.foursigmatic.com slash mmy and use the discount code MMY, you can subscribe and save 30% with that custom pod code. We got our own custom code, baby. You can save 30% on your coffee. Go to go.foursigmatic.com. Zach, tell them a little bit about this coffee. What do we know about it? Listen, Dave, I want to just start out and say I was skeptical. It's mushroom coffee. Yeah. I thought it would taste weird. Uh, I kind of, well, I guess I did just assume that it would be like kind of strange and odd tasting <laughs> because it's, yeah. you know, kind of like health food coffee uh, has lion's mane mushrooms, chaga mushrooms. I just, uh, I'm a coffee snob too. I only drink it black. I drink my pour over coffee, my one cup a day. I have made this coffee with both the pour over and with my AeroPress at work and it's very good coffee. It's uh, stacks up against all the other snooty you know, $15 a bag coffees that I buy uh, at Whole Foods and uh, kind of just makes and tastes like regular coffee. Yeah, um, I was I was surprised yeah. how yeah, yeah. I thought there would be a weirdness to it. I thought there'd be something because it's made with mushrooms like, oh, this Some doesn't give taste, me the kick yeah. or, oh, this tastes super weird or, oh, there's, you know, fungus popping out of the cup. Uh, but none of that happened. <laughs> none of that happened. It just makes a good cup of coffee. I was I was very pleased. Um, and, and they, you know, there's all these like, health benefits that they tout with mushroom coffee i don't know i told you this before zach like the one thing that i liked about it was i did not think it made me as jittery at night actually mm-hmm. when i had the stuff during the day did you notice anything like that or just a just a fine cup no of joe? i i haven't i haven't experienced but i don't i don't really get jittery at night so um yeah so <laughs> that wasn't a problem to begin with for me i i really stick i have a very i'm super sensitive to caffeine so i have a extremely uh regular uh God, I really wanted to start making like a, a BM joke there. Yep. <laughs> I have a very regular routine when it comes to coffee. I drink the, my coffee in the same one hour window, one cup every single day. Because if I don't do that, then I start getting like headaches and, uh, you know, problems the next day. That's uh, what I should do. Like and never once in my life have I stuck to a regimen like that. Um, I just mm-hmm. I drink it constantly and always too late. And with Four Sigmatic, I, I, I listen, it doesn't like solve my problems <laughs> but it definitely helped a little bit i enjoyed it i enjoyed it quite a bit i was happy yeah, with it. I, so, I don't want to i don't want to make big claims about the the lion's mane mushrooms 
There's some research out there about it. Uh, you can go look it up on your own. I found an article on Healthline, nine health benefits of lying. Well, let's just let's let's spread some misinformation. But, like, tell us what you found. <laughs> yeah, I'm sixty uh, percent more virile than I've ever been before. Oh, congrats! Um, my brain has doubled in mass. <laughs> That's true. You and, do look uh, very much like the leader right now. The like, leader, truly, yeah, you're just a real straight leader leadering. And Don't like the green skin, actually. The green skin is yeah. definitely a tell. I, I feel like when you're that virile and you look like the leader, it's a little a little much, frankly, to be like, you know, mm-hmm. going around town. Yeah, I do have two hearts now. Uh, it has helped five cups of this. Uh, well, and your heart was three separate. sizes too small, famously. Yeah, so I have two undersized hearts now, <laughs> but uh, combined, they're almost doing the job of one normal sized heart. Yeah, that's a lot of changes so, in a very short period of time. I, but for real, uh, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> this ad's like seven minutes long. <laughs> I wouldn't hype it up if I didn't actually quite like it. And I think uh, I was looking at the price. It's, I think, $32 for um, a monthly subscription where you get two bags, 16 bucks a bag, which is what you'll pay for, like, a fancy coffee brand. I would totally do this. I might actually go just buy this for myself because uh, it's very good coffee and uh, having it delivered to your door. Very yeah, my faves, so my bag of my faves in Chicago is way more than that. So I was I was pleasantly surprised to see that it's not like way yep. overpriced. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can check it out. Go to go.4sigmatic, um, four being spelled out like the number here. So F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com slash M-M-Y. Use M-M-Y, My Marvelous Year, M-M-Y as the custom podcast code. You get a nice 30% discount. Check it out. Yeah, thank you. Um, what else do we have to talk about here? We have just a few uh, minutes. You, you, let's do you, you let's do some listener questions, and we can get back yeah. to Midnight Suns another time. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, have you have you not played against Sense? Are you still waiting? I'm I'm still waiting for a patch, which is honestly Come wild on. that they haven't put another patch through patch through since like that December eighth or something. Yeah, it stinks. And I, the thing is, I could start over, and like this is kind. Of, it seems like somewhat of a rare ish bug. Like I'm seeing other people complaining. But what what like, prompted it? Do, do you remember? It's when I go to collect, you, you send somebody out on intel missions, and when yeah. I go to collect them, it crashes every time. So it's like a very regular thing. It's If I don't do that, it doesn't crash, but I'm at the point where I need to pull this hero back to send them on a mission. So you can't have them. So is it a specific intel proceed. mission, or is it just in general? It's just this one. It's just this one. The thing is, I could backtrack like an hour and a half through save files before I sent them. Yeah. And then maybe just avoid the whole issue but i kind of just don't i don't want to risk it i'm like i don't want to waste more time with this Mm. but it has been long enough that i'm like maybe i'll just start over and play again and hope it doesn't happen a second time because yeah it's it's not happening to everyone i'm the only person i know personally who's having this although i can find plenty of people on reddit who are having the same issue i'm sure i'm not as far along as you are in the game because i can only do the story mode mission with my son he has he has forbid Mm -hmm. me from playing story mode without him because <laughs> okay. I really like seeing the main characters, so I've played yeah, a lot, yeah. but not I have not been advanced the story. Oh, well, that, that's very a far. good. Doing the side missions is good for like a noob like you because <laughs> you can uh, like over level so that the story missions become a breeze. Um, First off, how dare like, you? No. Second off, oh sorry, yes, I totally that, agree. It was insulting to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Charlotte, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Andy asks. Ooh. Andy and Ivy asks. Is that two people? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't thought about it. I <laughs> I feel like that means no. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> if you that's haven't considered it halfway can, through January. Can I come up? Can I come up with a with a, with a New Year's resolution on the spot? I don't know that I can. Um, finish my master's degree. That's a good resolution. Sure. Because okay, it's bad if I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's that's a good enough resolution. <laughs> Zach, New Year's resolutions? Flossing regularly the rest of my life <laughs> for real <laughs> yeah yeah i've been and i actually have been oh, i've been doing pretty good on it uh which is i not... hate that the first thing i thought of when you said flossing was the dance the dance i can actually <laughs> yep you can't see this and maybe i'll put out a, a special video for the patreon backers but i'm pretty good at flossing so. big zach doing the floss <laughs> if that doesn't go up on the slack I'm gonna be i, I super had a job where oh boy that was like five years ago i had a job that was a, a lot of like my coworkers were a bunch of twenty-something-year-olds, like early twenties, uh, and I learned how to floss on the job. <laughs> that's, that, that's time theft, baby. Um, flossing, which I'm doing pretty good at and happy with. I've just had like some teeth issues in the last year that have been like, yeah, yeah. Real, like you have to do this or you're gonna start <laughs> having to do expensive dental work. Um, and uh, I always water picked, you know. My dentist finally was like, "That's not enough. You can't 
can't just keep not enough relying on that. Mm. Okay. And then uh, just running. Yeah, I've just been uh, I've been getting back into running, uh, getting back into the routine. I've been sticking with that pretty regularly. So. Nice, nice. Getting some exercise feels good to exercise. Uh, turns out, <laughs> turns out <laughs> you, you feel pleasant afterwards. I uh, definitely I think that's just propaganda. I I I wish you. It's insane that. how much I, I keep like. On not fucking out. Charlotte's not I buying the exercise uh, <laughs> yep. conspiracy theories. Every okay. time that I get like kind of back into doing you know regular cardio exercise i'm like god this it's so good like i enjoy doing it i like you know how i feel afterwards i just feel so much better and then like when i'm not doing it i'm like that's miserable i don't want to do that that sucks Mm -hmm. i'm never gonna i'm never Mm -hmm. gonna run again in my life so keep it up keep it up we'll keep tabs on your running and flossing uh i i definitely made no formal new year's resolutions this year um i thought about it and i said no no, I'm this perfect. year. Uh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> I have achieved perfection. Uh, no, it's not that. I just I don't know. I don't have any hard fast resolutions. Bringing Kang energy into 2023. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm just kind of in a. I'm kind of in a. What will be will be mode. You know, mm-hmm. like like with Comic Herald in particular. It's just kind of like I don't know. I'm just kind of like whatever, man. Like just like like Big Lebowski vibes. Just like whatever, man. Like whatever happens, happens, which uh, maybe is the beginning of a midlife crisis. I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm not totally, <laughs> yeah, that's, totally that's sure what what's happening here. Like yep. Okay. Uh, what other questions we have? Uh, Andrew asks, Goku versus Naruto. This is not a question I have the knowledge to answer, but I'm assuming both Goku. of you do. It's Goku. Yeah, for sure. Uh, wait. I, uh, I, I've read like the first volume of Naruto and I haven't watched or read a single thing of Dragon Ball ever. I'll just say Goku at the beginning of Dragon Ball uh, punches a Tyrannosaurus Rex to death and at that point he's like five years old. <laughs> cool, so Naruto. No, Goku. <laughs> I would pick Goku oh. because it's the, that's the one that I know what they look like. Uh, but yeah, I have I'm, not read either. Wait, you know what Goku? It's the main guy from Dragon Ball I'll Z. Say, that's what I just I'll said. I said I know who just Goku because is. I said Naruto Yo, just said because Naruto. I, I'm more yeah. interested in reading Naruto than I am in having anything to do with Dragon Ball. Like, watching or reading Dragon Ball sounds tiring as all hell, whereas Naruto is kind of fun, maybe. I'll know. say Dragon Ball, before Dragon Ball Z starts, Dragon yeah. Ball itself is uh, mostly, like... 70% comedy, 30% action. It's really funny and weird and quirky. Like I, I just Would you recommend it as a, he as fights, a read? He fights Dracula in a mummy <laughs> at some point. Like, it's very goofy. Um, it's also, like, horny in a kind of gross way. Uh, but so is Naruto. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> I was going to say. It's something not, you have to But yeah, I'd recommend Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball is really fun. It's uh, okay. super breezy. Zach, if you're recommending I, I a manga off. to me, the manga noob, uh, are you saying read Dragon Ball or read Naruto? Read Dragon One Piece. Ball. Oh yeah, One Piece for sure. But just uh, read One Piece. Okay. Of the three, that's yeah. it's One Piece I want to read the most. Or like, God, Charlotte, know, I, I keep trying to find a way to like be like, can we just do One Piece for extra issues without it being like nine months? Of no, the show? we can't. <laughs> no, we we can't. It's just too big. But like, we can yeah. do One Piece for extra issues, but we can't do it without it being nine months. It's it just taking over the show for a whole year. Yeah, I know. It'd be fun though. It does feel like a massive um, takeover. Okay, Justin asks. Would you rather have six fingers on each hand or seven toes on each foot? Are they if they're Ooh. usable then fingers? Yeah, if they're non usable, if it's just kind of a lump of flesh, then toes, obviously. The first thing I thought of was there was a Cubs pitcher a few years back, uh, called uh, his name is Antonio Alfonseca, who has six digits on his hand and feet. Um, and he was a relief pitcher for the Cubs and had, you know, reasonable major league success. His six finger was like it was like half a finger, it was like half a pinky. Like, it wasn't, mm. like, mm-hmm. like a full finger. I, you know what? Um, I want to have six fingers and have people think my pictures are AI-generated. It would look... <laughs> you would always be questioning it. Yeah. Yep. I'd be like, wait, what? That's really What's good, <laughs> You know what? I, let, let me divert here a little bit. Third thumb. You heard about this? Nope. Third thumb. It's a, it's a 3D-printed thumb that is on the other side of your hand that latches onto your hand with this little glove thing. It's actually really cool because it you control it with like these little pressure uh, sensor things that go um, on your foot, basically. And hmm. people learn to use it and just have like an extra digit to help them with tasks and stuff. And it's it's a really neat, cheap thing that they can go go look up some YouTube videos on third thumb sometime. Um, and it's like functional it's, and useful. It's functional, and you like people's brains take over, and you know you like learn to use it 
pretty fluidly really quickly you know like your your brain wires into like start using this prosthetic i mean it's fun just kind of as a neat little thing to do but like yeah i think some silicon valley people are like yeah this will be the future of typing and <laughs> right <laughs> you know, we'll yeah, have yeah. An extra thumb. but there's actual like real value in it for like prosthetics um okay. you know, people who like lost a finger i think can, most parents would go third arm like you just always need one more arm sure. to carry something you know so i feel like a third thumb doesn't quite cut it yeah um i have nothing to say <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what that's like. Uh, no, the real oh, question no, I is: do. Wait, Would you rather wait, have I, hands for feet or feet for hands? Hand, I'd rather have hot dogs for both. Like uh, everything. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Everywhere. Okay. Before I forget, because I really did want to talk about this, uh, my six-year-old nephew has been visiting this week, and I watched, forced him <laughs> to watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse yesterday. Had they seen it? Uh, he had not seen it. He wanted to just watch Frozen again because he loves Frozen, mm-hmm. and I refused. Frozen's okay, but <laughs> good uh, uncle. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he kind of like like he likes Spider Man, so I know he would like it. He was kind of antsy, a little bored during the first like twenty minutes, half yeah. hour or so. Yeah, and I'll say by the end of it, when Uncle Aaron dies, he just immediately started, <laughs> and then he just turned and he was like, "I'm sad and I'm crying. Can I wipe my tears on your blanket?" Aww. And like just wept through yeah, it. That's poor adorable. little guy, <laughs> so cute. Uh, and then like during all the action at the end, he was like so into it he was yelling no at the bad guys he was like when miles does his big leap at yeah. the end the leap of faith towards the the end he just starts screaming out no my favorite superheroes are spider-man miles and black panther like, <laughs> so i was like hell yeah uh, that movie is so amazing. good and the fact that it's actually a children's movie is just it's so good i love yeah uh, i love that part of it so that yeah, sounds like a very big, fun experience big, su- big success and it was a ton of fun watching it with like a little kid yeah yeah it is i said it before and i'll say it again but just the creative act of creating something that adults and children can both enjoy on mm-hmm, their own sure. wavelengths and levels is just so impressive and incredible incredible there, and impressive combined is impressive <laughs> and it's impressive. impressive to me yeah i mean tons of it went over his head but like you know oh sure he also was enraptured by like miles at the end and he was so when when kingpin punches miles and it kind of seems like he killed him he was like despondent that he yeah. thought that miles was dead too yeah uh, he was on the edge of his seat i okay him. so i think one thing that a lot of comics fans don't realize or like don't fully realize miles is going to be so many kids favorite hero in oh yeah five, well, like there spin. are gonna be so That's many thing. he was saying like like so many kids spin and and miles yes mm-hmm. are gonna be so many kids favorite hero in like five to ten years um because mm-hmm. they already are right as well yeah. as well as flipping moon girl and devil dinosaur Y'all do not understand. There's this show coming on Disney Plus. It's going to be massive. So cool. Yeah. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur are going to ascend. It is. We can talk about this another time, but it is mind-boggling to me that Marvel has not more fully leaned into the fact that they have a flipping T Rex <laughs> as one of their main heroes in this series, like with merch and and with toys. And just mm-hmm. like literal kids books, like because it's you know I picked up the graphic novel recently, like a, a trade of the Moon Girl and Devil Dino series, and it's fun, and I like flipping through it with the kids, but it's not really written to like read to children, you know, mm-hmm. no. um, when they're like three to six, like they, they like trust me, like this series is gonna blow up, I'm calling mm-hmm. it now, yeah, it's gonna be huge. It looks good, like yeah, I don't know, it looks if I'm really watch cool, it, but I might watch an episode or two, but oh, uh, I will be watching Styles every great. episode yeah. seven, yeah, well, sure, you have the guarantee, yeah. 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 Cool. Um, before we go, I just uh, we forgot to do this last time. Uh, apologies for our Patreon. I want to do some shoutouts real quick for our $15 members. I'm going to do these from newest to longest running Patreon backers. So our newest backer is Jakob. Oh, sorry. Jakob, I didn't mean to see your last name in there. Let me ducks. Just put a marker. Quick ducks. <laughs> just ducks, ducks. just a quick ducks of all our supporters. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, his email address is um, <laughs> Brennan Cody P. Kyle S. Madi. Oh my God. I almost doxed her as well. Madi S. Justin W. Someone named. Oh, that's Lucas. Uh, Dustin, Peter, Johannes, and Steve, who. Uh, Steve aka the naysayer who has been our longest running um patreon backer who i never actually see in the slack <laughs> do you see do you see how long they've been backing on there yeah oh yeah they've been backing since december 2018 december so 2018 wow. that's like the debut like, 
No, it's before the debut. It's a month before the show started. Incredible yeah, that support. Listened. That's before I, kn- <laughs> I knew about the show. I don't think yeah, I even knew it, we were oh, doing well, I mean, it. The show didn't launch yet. We didn't have an episode out yet. So. Was that? Um, yeah, wow. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I think I'll say six of these people, the, the bottom, the last six I listed, all have been backing since 2019. So really, uh, really crazy. Super generous. Um, thank you. Yeah, really appreciate it. Thank you, everybody. Well, like, oh, we, like they, I like new... to say, we're the only podcast that is fully fans. listener <laughs> and mushroom coffee supported. Like I always yeah, say, you, we are you say fully... that sometimes we're all listener supported, except for the episodes where we have it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you support us over patreon.com slash my that's incredibly appreciated. Or if you go to go.forsigmatic.com slash MMY, that is also really appreciated. Both um, things comic, can be true. Comic boy with an I. Uh, thank you for the Apple podcast review. It was very nice. Why? Uh, they said they love how'd you find my account? Running. Well, they did say they love listening when they're playing basketball or running. So, <laughs> so you definitely found my account. <laughs> I think listening to us while you're playing basketball is really funny to me for some reason. I oh, I, I like listening just... to podcasts while I play basketball. Absolutely. Really? Huh. Yeah. Interesting. That's so while I'm shooting around. I'll listen to like a sports podcast. I while I run, but... Yeah. I like listening to podcasts while never playing basketball or any other sports ever. When was the last time you touched a sports ball, Charlotte? Oof, um, just touched I, doesn't have to you be know what played. this summer we with a few friends we went to the park and like played some ball games what is that what's the name of the the game what's the english name of the game where like you have if you hit someone with the ball they have to go to like the prison zone and then they can go back <laughs> if they get the ball again uh, we do not have prison dodgeball dodgeball dodge yeah thanks dodgeball uh, <laughs> oh prison zone i've never prison heard prison zone <laughs> well in french the the game is called battle prisonnier which is like the prisoner's ball <laughs> what because <laughs> you like, play with if rocks you get, hit, you get into you go to jail and like you have to fi- get a ball again to get out of jail new segment That's the thing. charlotte explains americanized <laughs> games to us this is incredible yep. <laughs> love it we call this one Bastille Ball. <laughs> oh, that's a that would be a good one. That's a good idea. Oh man, that's amazing. Uh, yep. So that's the last one I touched a sports ball. Right, Perfect fine. note to go I, out. I on. gotta. Yeah, I gotta get going. Grave Digger's waiting for me. All right, hit those monster trucks, baby. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks everybody for listening. You can find us at my marvelous year, mymarvelousyear.com. All the episodes or issues we're gonna be reading next are in the show notes. We'll see you next year. See you next see year. You next year. Uh-huh.